அலமதுல்லாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபாஹிஸ்தபா
So over all these years and all this time we have been repeatedly hearing this message. We have been reciting the Quran Sharif even if a person doesn't understand Arabic but this ayat when he comes past it he will know what's the message in this ayat because of the number of times having heard it. And the number of times having heard the message and the lesson and the discussion about taqwa and the ayat pertaining to taqwa. Now the question is with Allah Ta'ala's tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala's fazal over these years and over this particular Ramadan already how many times we have heard about the purpose of Ramadan, the purpose of fasting why Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this Mubarak month what is the objective, what we are supposed to try to achieve and now more than two-thirds of this Mubarak month has passed so now the question to ask ourselves the question for myself, for me to ask myself and for each of one, each one of us to ask ourselves that what this whole month of Ramadan was given to us for and the ibadat of fasting, what it was given to us for which Allah Ta'ala has highlighted in this ayat of the Quran Sharif how much of this objective I have already achieved how much of this taqwa has come into my life how much have I permitted myself to bring this taqwa further in my life so now over the years as mentioned if somebody was 25 years old then at least 15 Ramadans maybe he has been hearing this maybe more also depending on when he started coming to the masjid and beginning to understand a little bit and if he's 55 years old then how many times we have heard it but the question again is the same that how much has this come into our lives that is the crucial question now what is this taqwa all about often that's the question also that what is this taqwa after having heard it so many times we are still sometimes in doubt what taqwa is all about so one is mashallah ibadat and that is part of a mu'min's life some part of that ibadat is farz there is no question of any compromise on it the farais, the five daily salah and then the wajib etc and then some part of that ibadat is nafil and mashallah in the month of Ramadan the environment Allah Ta'ala makes so conducive that a person who wasn't even conscious sometimes of the farz he is also becoming conscious of the nawafil also he is fulfilling the farais and he is becoming conscious of the nawafil so this is Allah Ta'ala's grace and this is the barakat of the Mubarak month of Ramadan so one is mashallah ibadat somebody now starts making tilawat of the Quran Sharif Allah forbid this should never have been the case but sometimes the whole year has passed and a person didn't make any tilawat whereas a mu'min and the recitation of the Quran Sharif these are things that go hand in hand every day of his life there should be no day that the Quran Sharif was not recited the kalam of Allah Ta'ala there's so many things that are read throughout the day and if a person has to count the number of words that he read in what not he might have read and social media messages and some articles here and there and things that are futile Allah forbid sometimes so many haram things that he is reading and all the number of words if he counts it might amount to thousands of words thousands of words may be running into dozens of pages hundreds of pages but in that entire duration of that day sometimes <clears throat> let alone one page sometimes one line of the kalam of Allah Ta'ala was not recited what a tragedy, what an utter tragedy that a mu'min 
Allah Ta'ala granted us the Quran Sharif and this is the means of our guidance, this is the barakat that comes into our homes with the recitation of the Quran Sharif, this is what enlightens the heart of a mu'min, this is what lights up his life and sometimes the whole day a person is reading so many things and thousands of words, perhaps hundreds of pages it may have amounted to sometimes, but in that entire day let alone one page, sometimes one line of the Quran Sharif was not recited. And had it not been for the Salah that a person now has to recite some Quran Sharif, that maybe no Quran Sharif got recited. So this is an extremely severe tragedy if that's the case. But in any case, that inshallah Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq that if that ever happened that was history, it never repeats itself. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that no day passes without the tilawat of the Quran Sharif. So now the person who, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this Mubarak month, the person before Ramadan maybe not have read, recited Quran Sharif for the whole year, but come the month of Ramadan, he too, mashallah, opened the Quran Sharif, he too built some contact with the kalam of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. All this is extremely excellent. Allah Ta'ala bless us with more of it. Allah Ta'ala increase the tawfiq, the zikr, the dua, whatever other ibadat. But as much as all this is very great and very excellent, the objective of Ramadan is still apart from this. All this is an extremely great bounty and blessing of Allah Ta'ala, but the object of Ramadan is what Allah Himself has described, and which we are talking about, that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the Mubarak month of Ramadan and the ibadat of fasting in particular, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that we may acquire taqwa. And what is the sum total of this taqwa? The sum total of this taqwa is that a person refrains from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Now in the month of Ramadan, sometimes mashallah together, while the person has become conscious, he is performing his salah, he is making tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he is doing other forms of ibadat which he never did the whole year, spending some time in making zikr, in raising his hands in dua, which is what we are supposed to be doing every day, turning to Allah Ta'ala, getting all our needs fulfilled from Allah Ta'ala. The month of Ramadan, there is a very close link with dua and a mu'min in his life at every day of his life. But come the month of Ramadan, there is a very special link with Ramadan and dua. Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an this ayat of the Quran Sharif deals with the month of Ramadan that in the month of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala revealed the Quran Sharif and Allah Ta'ala then mentions about the Quran Sharif and immediately after this ayat that deals with Ramadan the month of Ramadan and the revelation of the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي anni فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ that when my, my servant turns to me and begs of me, and I am very close to him. فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دعان. When the person who calls unto me calls out, I answer his call. The month of Ramadan and immediately the discussion of dua. Giving us this very clear message that how much dua we should be making nevertheless in this Mubarak month. So now in this Mubarak month, the person is making all these forms of ibadat. But what we are talking about is that now 
in this month, what is the objective? So the objective is taqwa. So this taqwa is refraining from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Whatever Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, that stays out of a person's life. So now in the month of Ramadan, mashallah, he is making tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he is making dua, etc. Allah's fazal. But if with all that, if sin hasn't stopped, if with all that his tongue still hasn't come under control, he's still engaging in ghibat, he's still backbiting, he's still lying, he's still talking obscene things, he's still engaging in all kinds of other wrong talk. So, the object of fasting hasn't been achieved. And therefore in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Karim says, Malam wal the person who does not give up evil talk, does not give up evil actions, Allah Ta'ala doesn't gain anything from his staying hungry and thirsty. While fasting, he refrains from food, he refrains from drink. Sometimes it's summer months, we are having the very cool months, but it's in summer sometimes and many parts of the year currently are in summer and they are having long days and sometimes the Temperature is quite high, it's a very hot day. So a person spend the whole day fasting, mashallah, alhamdulillah. That obligation will get fulfilled if he kept the fast correctly. So he stayed hungry the whole day, he stayed thirsty, that was necessary. That's a farz, that's requirement, that's Allah Ta'ala's obligation on him. But in terms of the purpose of that fast, what benefit he's supposed to have derived of that fast? If while fasting he did not stop sinning, then Nabi Islam says that Allah Ta'ala has no need for him to stay hungry and thirsty, meaning Allah didn't benefit out of this. Allah Ta'ala gave him the fast for his benefit. And while he was fasting and refraining from halal food and drink, on the order of Allah Ta'ala, for the duration of that fast, that was the lesson and that was the training for him to stay away from what is haram at all times. That during the course of the day in the month of Ramadan, that food which was acquired in a completely halal manner, that water which Allah Ta'ala descended from the skies, and maybe he collected it directly as, it, as the rain came, nothing else touched it. Pure Allah Ta'ala's gift from the heavens. So pure 100% halal that water is, and yet in the time of the fast, he does not touch that water, he does not take that food at all, despite being alone, nobody, no other human, nobody else to see him, but he's conscious, my Allah is watching. Allah is aware. Ya alamu khainat al-a'yun. Ama tukhfis sudur. Allah Ta'ala knows the deception of the eyes. Allah Ta'ala knows what the heart is concealing. So when Allah is aware, people may not be watching, but Allah is aware. So I can't hide anywhere from Allah Ta'ala. So therefore, despite the fact that I'm alone, nobody is here to see, but I'm not going to eat this food. I'm not going to drink this water. MashaAllah, that is the training the fast is giving him. Alhamdulillah, the person despite whatever the condition might have been before Ramadan, come Ramadan, he's fasting and he's now conscious of Allah Ta'ala. So despite being alone, he doesn't eat that food, he doesn't drink that water. That is the message and the lesson that the fast is training us for. That during Ramadan, after Ramadan, at all times of our life, there are numerous commands of Allah wa Ta'ala that are directed to us. The same Allah who gave us the command of fasting, the same Allah said to us in the Quran Sharif, 
Say to the believing men to lower their gazes and to protect their chastity, not to be looking at anything Allah is forbidden, not to be casting lustful glances around, not to be sitting somewhere and watching haram on the phone, not to be getting involved in other kind of vices and sins. That Allah who gave us the command of fasting, same Allah, there is only one Allah. And He alone is our worthy of the one who we worship. Allah gave us a command to guard our gaze as well. Allah Ta'ala gave us the command, Allah gave us a command to guard our tongue as well. Say to my servants to speak that which is best. And Allah Ta'ala commanded us to look after our entire limbs and submit it to Him in His obedience. That whatever we do, we are first asking ourselves, is Allah pleased with this? That is what the month of Ramadan came to teach us. That is what the message is. That is what is the training of this Mubarak month. That in this time of Ramadan, 30 days, 29 days, person is fasting every day. And throughout the day he is now conscious. He is repeatedly reminding himself, but I can't drink this water now. I am thirsty, but I am fasting now. Just as he is repeatedly reminding himself of that fast, he repeatedly reminds himself throughout his life. This is what the fast is meant to teach him. That he keeps reminding himself, that just as I didn't eat and drink while fasting because of Allah's command, this too, whatever is now being tempted towards, shaitan is tempting him towards looking at something haram, Allah made this haram for me to look at, I won't look. The urge is there to make some ghibat, to lie, to speak some obscenity, to utter something vulgar, to use all kinds of flowery languages, which should never ever come on the tongue of a mu'min, now when the temptation came, due to whatever now environment the person got influenced by, and now that bad habit came up, so now he will break that. Why? Because my Allah is displeased with this. And at the end of the day, I have to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala. On the day of Qiyamah, I will have to answer to Allah Ta'ala. It is not what was said, all this disappeared in thin air. All this will be brought forth. All this I will have to account for on the day of Qiyamah. So the fast is training us for all this, is training us for this consciousness. The well-known incident of Sayyidina Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu it was as Umar radiallahu himself, while traveling in the desert and comes across one shepherd with his flock and it was a very common thing that travelers, passers by, people would now very freely give them the milk of their animals. So he asked him that, look, we are traveling, we needed some milk. Can you not give us some milk? So this person replied and said, I am not the owner of these animals. I am merely the shepherd. And my master has not given me permission to give any milk to anybody. So I cannot give you anything. So he excused himself because that was not in his ability to now share something because it didn't belong to him. But when Hazrat Umar heard this, he became very happy about hearing this answer. But he wanted to just see how deep is because this person now is right in the depths of some desert and person doesn't have that opportunity in a desert to now be hearing advice of being, to be having some time to be in the company of people who will teach him and from whom he can learn more. So now such a person often is not very conscious. That's generally the case. Not always the case, but generally the case. Now this person, mashallah, here, far away from everybody else, 
but this consciousness is there that this doesn't belong to me it doesn't belong to me so I don't have the right to do as I please with it so he decided to test him a little bit just to see how deep waters the person is in so he told him look I have a proposal for you I want to suggest something to you why don't you do this you sell us one sheep one goat sell us this animal and we'll give you the money so we'll have the benefit of the animal whenever we need to milk it we'll milk it and carry on you have the money so you can pocket the money keep it for yourself and when you will go back your master will now count you went with for example 100 ways is only 99 you came back with ways the one more so this is a common story that the wolf comes and eats the sh- some pounces on some animal and devours it so not far-fetched something that happens from time to time all you say well one wolf came and that wolf devoured an animal now this is the lesson of taqwa that when this proposal was put forward now this is a simple shepherd person far away from that opportunities of learning being all the time gaining the benefit of being in the company of others who would teach him deen alone somewhere in one desert but the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala was in his heart the essence of taqwa was in his heart and the essence of Ramadan and fasting was in his life so when this proposal was put to him his instant response his immediate response his spontaneous answer فَأَيْنَ اللَّهِ You are telling me just take this money, pocket it and that's the end of the story, nothing to worry about and just give one answer to your master. The master is not here to see very well but فَأَيْنَ اللَّهِ Is Allah not watching? Is Allah not aware? My Rabb is Alim and Khabir. My Rabb is all knowing. So can I hide from Allah Taala? Can I pocket this away from Allah Taala? Allah Ta'ala who is all aware of all my thoughts as well can I hide from him now that is the message and the lesson of Ramadan that is what the fasting has come to teach us that when the eyes are tempted to look at haram so now often a person is turning and looking behind over his shoulder that nobody else is around or he's going to double check if the door is locked or he's probably going to draw some curtains but fa'in Allah can we hide behind that curtain away from Allah Ta'ala? Can we conceal our actions away from Allah Ta'ala? Can we put passwords away from Allah Ta'ala? And lock things away from Allah Ta'ala behind passwords? Will that password conceal our what we up to from the sight of Allah Ta'ala? That is what the month of Ramadan has come to teach us. And that is what we have to inculcate in our hearts. This consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, Allah is all aware, Allah is knowing what I'm doing. He knows the deception of the eye, He even knows what my heart conceals. Who am I harboring jealousy against? Allah knows. What kind of malice is in my heart? Allah is aware. Is that pride all lurking in my heart? Allah Ta'ala knows about that too. What I am trying to plot and plan against who? Allah Ta'ala is aware of that. What kind of good feelings I'm having for somebody in my heart, wishing well for my fellow Muslim, Allah is aware of that too, he'll reward that as well. So whatever is in my heart also Allah Ta'ala knows, where can I hide my actions from Allah Ta'ala? What my intentions are, my Allah knows. This is what the Mubarak month of Ramadan, this great bounty of Allah Ta'ala has come to us. 
and this precious gift of fasting, this very great ibadat Allah blessed us with, the fast itself has so much of blessings in it, but the message and the lesson of that fast is taqwa. The purpose Allah gave us this fast is taqwa. This is what now we have to check and double check. This is the muhasaba we need to make. This is the account we need to take of ourselves. So much of time has passed in this Mubarak month already. How much of this taqwa I have acquired? That taqwa requires first and foremost, tawbah. To the extent that a person has sincerely made tawbah, he has now started on the road of taqwa. So have we given up? Have we deleted all the dirt and filth? Have we deleted all the haram contacts? Have we deleted all the things that have been linking us to all the dirt and filth? Have we got rid of all those means of sin? Have we broken up the haram contacts and relationships? Have we made tawbah from whatever other vices and sins? The time is still with us, Allah knows best how much, but Allah has still blessed us with some, we have, Allah knows best how many breaths left. The time to take, the advantage of is now, that in our heart of hearts immediately, we turn sincerely to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, you forgive me. Ya Allah, I'm making tawbah from all the wrongs. Feel the regret, feel the remorse. May Allah bless me with all the bounties and countless ni'mads. And I use these ni'mads to break his commands. I defied my Rabb despite all his innumerable bounties and favors. How shameless I have been. How disloyal I was to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. This shame, this feeling of remorse, regret, and turn in sincerity to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is waiting. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Allah Ta'ala is saying, when my servant calls to me, I am very close. And I answer his call. This is the time to call to Allah Ta'ala. From the depths of our hearts, to turn to Allah Ta'ala in all sincerity, and make a decision in life. To make a decision to adopt taqwa, and live our life according to the commands of Allah Ta'ala. Ta'ala to get rid of sin from our lives, to bring our lives onto the pattern of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the greatest favor we'll do is to ourselves. This doesn't do a favor to Allah Ta'ala at all. Allah Ta'ala is mustaghni and completely independent of His entire creation. Allah alone is the provider to everyone. Allah is the creator and sustainer and nourisher. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need us, doesn't need our ibadat. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need our fasting, Allah Ta'ala doesn't need anything from us. We need Allah Ta'ala and we need everything. So we need to turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity and turn to Allah Ta'ala for our forgiveness and adopt taqwa, inshallah. Let alone the akhirat will get made, the barakat of taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will make our dunya as well. Allah has declared this in the Quran Sharif. That the one who adopts taqwa, he does the greatest favor to himself. The one who will adopt taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution to every problem. All kinds of issues we keep complaining about, personal issues, community issues, global issues, Allah forbid, there's no end to the problems. But Allah has given us the solution, the solution Allah in the Quran Sharif has declared. Unfortunately, our yaqeen has weakened in the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. Our yaqeen has weakened in dua. So as a result, when a person has a problem, he decides to first run to the, maybe the lawyer, decides to first run to the doctor, decides to first run to maybe the accountant, or some financial advisor, or decides to run to here and there, but he forgets to first ask Allah Ta'ala. Because that yaqeen in dua, 
that yaqeen in taqwa, that Allah Ta'ala has placed the solution in taqwa, Allah Himself has declared. Allah Ta'ala has placed the doors of risk to be opened, the key to the doors of risk, Allah has placed in taqwa. Allah will grant him sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. The key to the door of sustenance is in taqwa. And the one who will adopt taqwa, Allah will make all his affairs easy for him. Everything Allah has placed in taqwa first. And the month of Ramadan and the fasting is for taqwa. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we understand the message of the Quran Sharif. We take to heart this lesson of taqwa. And Allah Ta'ala bless us with this taqwa in our lives.